Hi, YouTubers and wet shavers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Hang on. That is a really, really good cup of coffee. It arrived just last week. I also used it on second cup last Sunday or last Monday. <laughs> well, it arrived last weekend. And uh, here it is right here uh, from Black Rifle Company. Just Black. This came from my nephew, uh, Jason, and his wife, Allison, and their boys, uh, Wes and Jace. This is uh, Black Rifle Black Rifle Company's uh, Coffee of the Month Club. So uh, I, <laughs> I get some Black Rifle coffee every month. So I've been enjoying this uh, at Second Cup. And now again, here on Monday Morning Mailbag, I got the Just Black again. Boy, this is good stuff. This is a really, really terrific coffee. It is a medium roast right there. And it's terrific. It goes right into the Keurig. And you get a nice, nice hot cup of coffee. Hang on one minute. Absolutely fantastic, as we like to say here on the show. A good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. And uh, check out this morning's mug. We are using the uh, the Hungry Cat Merry Melodies. That's with uh, Sylvester the Cat and Tweety Pine. And uh, yeah, that'll work. That'll fit in. That'll fit in for our uh, our weekly dog visit. Uh, <laughs> that's why we're using this mug. So uh, stay tuned for that. Hey, if you're taking me along on your morning uh, commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate it. Uh, allow me to wish everyone a uh, an early happy Easter and happy Passover. My very best to you and yours as you celebrate these uh, high holy days. And uh, boy, we got a great show for you this morning. Uh, a lot of great stuff. Got a great shaving tip. We got some great refill comments. Got some wonderful, wonderful stuff in new shave gear. I'm telling you, we've got some things that came in. I'm just excited to show you. Really, really wonderful. My thanks to all the viewers out there who uh, contributed to uh, new wet shave gear this week and to those companies who also sent along some samples. Really, really do appreciate it. Got some great questions and comments all around a fantastic, fantastic show. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. I really, really do appreciate it. So let's kick things off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. This morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Phil Wampler, uh, W-A-M-P-L-E-R. Phil, I hope I pronounced your last name correctly. Uh, and Phil writes, hello, Mark. I'm a pretty regular viewer of the Monday morning mailbag and thought I might have a decent tip to contribute to the show. More of a budget-friendly hack than a tip, but either way. Not sure if it's been discussed on Monday morning mailbag before, but here is a budget-minded option for beginners or anyone in need of some extra brush or razor stands. This is really a terrific, terrific tip. I'm so glad you sent it in, Phil. Let me continue. I was really impressed by this. Uh, he continues here. I use some 1 inch solid copper electrical ground wire and simply bent and shaped it and basically copied the shape of a common brush stand design. It works great. I later added to it by sliding on a piece of green TheraBand that my physical therapist gave me, and I think it looks better. 
All I invested was $1 for the wire. It's sold by the foot at hardware stores between 50 cents to a buck a foot, depending on the size. I used one eighth or I think eight gauge, not sure, but one foot made one stand. The copper alone could be highly polished with a Dremel tool or shaped in any type of brush razor stand. You're only limited to one's creativity. The TheraBand was only for looks, but it is very grippy and helps with stability and holding the brush firmly and preventing scratches to the handle. The TheraBand can be pricey depending on the seller, eBay, Amazon, that sort of thing. But again, with a little creativity, other types of tubing could be substituted like heat shrink tubing with many color options, for example. All I can say is it's your brush, your razor, your rules, laugh out loud. But if someone's on a tight budget and just needs a stand or two or three, this could be a viable option. I plan on getting a stamp holder soon, but this will get me by until then. The wire can be bent easily by hand and even easier if it's wrapped in tubing first, then cut the excess off with wire cutters, etc. Just thought this might come in handy for a beginner or anyone who likes a small DIY project. Love the show. Uh, best wishes, Philip Wampler. Phil, that's an absolutely fantastic tip. When I saw that and I saw the photos that you sent along, I, I absolutely said, I got I to gotta show this on the next Monday morning mailbag. That's absolutely a fantastic, fantastic tip. And uh, looks like it's very, very easy to do. And, you know, it's just a great idea. So if you're looking for an extra razor or brush stand, check out this tip from Phil. Really, really do appreciate you sending it along, Phil. And to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George sketch. So please email me your snail mail address to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, hey, just send me a shaving tip. Email the shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And if I use it on the shaving tip segment here on the Monday Morning Mailbag, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. Phil, thanks very, very much for a great tip. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, this morning we have an extra shaving tip and it comes from viewer George Haven. As you may remember, George sent along uh, several shaving tips. He sent along three. And this is the third of the three that uh, we're sharing with you. Uh, I've been sharing one per week. So this is the third one and the final one from this particular email that he sent along. Uh, and he writes, if you are challenged with your olfactory receptor by being a little stuffy before bedtime, pick your favorite mentholated aftershave and apply a tiny bit on the front of each nostril, not inside the nostril. Now that is in caps <laughs> and I've bolded it here. So <laughs> to remind myself to really emphasize that, not inside the nostril, okay? In front of the nostril, not inside the nostril, okay? This will not only allow you to breathe more easily while first getting into bed, but you'll be rewarded with some wonderful scents. It's like having a great smelling VIX. So if you're a little stuffy, get your favorite mentholated aftershave and place a little bit in front of your nostril, not inside the nostril. That's a really, really, uh, really, really creative tip. 
with our shaving gear. Absolutely fantastic, George. Thanks very much for passing it along. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, this morning we have an extra, extra shaving tip, but before we get to that, uh, I wanted to mention that uh, last week's shaving tip, which was contributed by viewer Murray Sisson, had to do with uh, budget lathering bowls you can buy at thrift stores, and you can also get those non-slip stickers that you have in your shower, place those in the bottom of the lathering bowl, get a little bit of um, resistance, and help with agitating and aerating uh, a lather. Uh, kind of a, a really nice, neat, budget-friendly kind of uh, lathering bowl that you can, you know, DIY kind of a project. And I had mentioned that I thought that uh, viewer Jeremy Paracco had come up with that tip, and we possibly talked about that in an earlier Monday morning mailbag. And I was wondering if I had sent Jeremy uh, a sketch for that particular tip. And sure enough, I did. He contacted me, and he sent along the following photo. And there, his, there he is with uh, his George sketch. And Jeremy, thank you very, very much for framing it up and uh, displaying it in your home. I really, really do appreciate it. It's very, very kind of you. So yeah, Jeremy got his sketch. Just so, uh, just wanted to bring everyone up to speed on that. Yeah, Jeremy got a sketch. Thanks again for sending along the photo, Jeremy. I really, really do appreciate it. Anyhow, the extra, extra shaving tip this morning comes from viewer Jaden Goodrem. G-O-O-D-R-E-M. Uh, Jaden, I hope I pronounced your last name correctly. Uh, and he writes, hey, Mark, I have another tip for you to use. I tend to like to try bars of soap to shower with. Like many of us, I live for trying new shaving soaps, and I have a rule to try new bars of soap for shaving. Also, when the bars come down to the small little bits, I put them in a bowl, and I lather it up, and I have a pretty good shave, or three, or sometimes more. I shave most days. Trying to get the cheapest shave is something I find a fun little challenge, and it makes me more thankful to buy the more expensive world of soaps. It also gives me another soap to try. A small little experience. I know there are a lot of people who throw that little bit out, and that is such a waste. I honestly believe that soap is one of the most important things that humans have found and or invented. Thank you, Jaden Goodrum. Jaden, this is an absolutely fantastic tip, and it brings back a lot of memories for me because I remember my father doing exactly the same thing. He would take bar soap, little bits of that, and put it into his shaving mug when he didn't have uh, any other shaving soap available. And he would use that with his, with his lathering brush, his shaving brush, and he would build a lather with that and have a shave. Now, you know, when you're a young man, you got five kids and a wife, sometimes you have to cut corners. And I think that's what dad was doing. He was just trying to uh, use what was available. And uh, he, I guess he still got a great shave, you know, and Probably those different bars of soap back then uh, gave him some kinds of, uh, you know, uh, different kinds of concoctions of, of, of a shave soap. And I think he really, really enjoyed it. So uh, a great, great extra shaving tip. So folks, if you have some bar soap out there, those little bits, hey, throw them into a shaving bowl, a shaving mug, and give it a go and see what kind of lather you'll get. A really, really fun, fun tip from uh, Jaden Goodrum. Thanks again, Jaden. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, as promised, we have a shave den and dog visit of sorts. Uh, you know, I mentioned the uh, 
coffee mug this morning, the last hungry cat. I think I omitted the accidentally omitted the word last. It's the last hungry cat, a merry melody, starring Sylvester Cant and Tweety Pie. Yeah, I love that Warner Brothers cartoon art. Absolutely fantastic. Anyhow, the reason why we're using this mug will be very, very clear. Uh, we received this from viewer Rick Festa, who wrote, Hi, Mark. Since you have been sharing shaved ends and dog pictures, wanted to send you a picture of my faithful dog, Rocky. Actually a cat, but he does not know that. <laughs> and that reminds me of something I need to tell you after we get through his email here. Uh, he is the only one I allow in my shaved den because my den, my rules. Actually, uh, I am the one that coined your face, your rules. Thank you again for sharing and promoting our hobby and passion, Rick Festa. Rick, thank you for clarifying uh, that you came up with that catchphrase, your face, your rules. I really, really do appreciate it. It's been a really, really helpful, useful catchphrase on the on the channel and on the program. Really, really do appreciate it. And uh, Rocky the cat reminds me of my neighbor's cat, Charlie. Charlie... Uh, Charlie thought he was a dog. And I'm telling you, I would come home from work. Charlie would be in the driveway and I could say, "Eh, hey, come here, Charlie. And Charlie would, <laughs> would come right up to me. Charlie would sit. Charlie would be right there. I mean, that, that cat thought it was a dog. It acted just like a dog. And it was just a great, great cat to have in the yard. Absolutely fantastic. So I understand why your cat might think, uh, that he's a dog. Absolutely. And uh, Rocky looks like a really, really terrific companion. And I love your shave, Den. Thank you very much for framing up the George sketch. I'm very flattered by that. But that's a great razor and brush stand. And you've got some great gear there. I see some Avon, Avon uh, Wild Country uh, aftershave there. And I see a Peregrino brush. And uh, yeah, I just see some really, really great stuff. I see some Phoenix shaving shave soaps there. Absolutely fantastic. I'm going to zoom in. <laughs> I'm going to zoom in just a little bit as I'm talking here. And what do you got there in the way of a razor? Uh, oh, man, that looks like that looks like it's a Phoenix. What is that? Is that a Phoenix shaving? Wow, that looks like an adjustable. I think that one on the left is a uh, Vikings Blade adjustable Emperor razor. And I think the one next to it, gosh, that looks like, I don't know, is that a, that looks like a Gillette Super Speed. Tell me if I'm right or wrong on that. I'm just uh, taking a look at it here, and uh, I think that's what you have. And the ones up above look absolutely fantastic. Uh, looks like you got a Henson there, and uh, I see it uh, looks like a Parker variant. Wow, you got some nice, nice shaving gear there and a really, really nice razor and brush stand uh, that is not only functional, but displays it all very, very well. So I hope I'm correct <laughs> in naming those razors. Let me know in the comments below if I got them right or not. Uh, kind of doing this on the fly as I'm talking and zooming in on the photo on screen here. But an absolutely great photo. Thanks for sharing your shave den and a visit with Rocky, your dog. Thanks again, Rick. Really do appreciate it. All right, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is also available as a podcast. The Monday Morning Mailbag podcast is available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Simply search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast, as well as the Second Cup podcast, will come right up. 
So again, search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more on your favorite streaming service. And uh, the Monday Morning Mailbag and Second Cup Podcast will come right up. They're available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Well, we have a 9,000 subscriber giveaway update this morning. As you know, we selected a brand new second prize winner, and that second prize winner was Charles Price. And he received his second prize package, and he very kindly emailed me and sent along some photos, and he wrote, here are some pictures of the prize package. Thanks again, two exclamation points. And he continues here, uh, here's the fine brush next to my Razor Rock Hulk brush. The fine brush is the brightest and smallest of my collection. Even the biggest brush fits into the Yaki lathering bowl. Laugh out loud. Yeah, that is absolutely fantastic. Charles, thank you very much for sending along the photos and the email. I'm so glad that the uh, prize package reached you intact. And uh, yeah, just very, very happy for you. And uh, thanks to everyone out there who uh, helped with this uh, 9,000 subscriber giveaway, uh, especially the following people. Uh, really, I can't say it often enough. My sincere thanks to these following uh, folks who made four prize packages available for the 9,000 subscriber giveaway. Uh, and they are, thank you to Robert Fagan, Alex Lopez, Beth Jones, Mark Bagwell, Mark Williams, Brian Foley, Charlie Wise, Shannon Soaps, Maggard Razors, Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup, James German, Dr. Selby, and all the folks at Supply. Thank you all very, very much for your generous contributions that made four prize packages uh, available to, uh, to uh, four winners. Really, that, that's absolutely fantastic. Thank you very, very much. And thank you to all the viewers out there for subscribing, for sharing, for contributing and for supporting the channel. My sincere, heartfelt appreciation and sincere thanks. And uh, we're going to do it again at 10,000. When we reach 10,000 subscribers, we're going to do another giveaway, and I'm really looking forward to that. So uh, stay tuned. We've got that coming up, and we'll discuss that in the weeks ahead. So again, thank you all very, very much. And Chuck, Thanks for the really, really kind email and the photos. I'm so glad you received your second prize package. Thanks again, folks. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. I sure hope you went back for a refill. I sure did, but something happened. <laughs> I have to share with you, this has never happened before, and it happened for me. I guess, I guess it's going to happen to all of us eventually. My Keurig machine. Uh, I've got the Keurig K-Mini. Now, this is a pretty good machine. I got it um, on a Prime Day deal. Uh, right now, it's about 85 bucks. At the time I bought it, it was only $70. And just to give you an idea, they had a prime deal of the day, which was about $27, $28 off of that. Then there was an additional $6.40 prime savings. I had uh, $10 or so in, reward point, in rewards points. Uh, 
because I did something for getting ready for Prime Day or something, they gave me some reward points. I can't remember what it was. Maybe I went to Whole Foods and bought something. I can't remember. Anyhow, uh, so I got uh, $27 off plus another $6.40 off plus another $10.45 off. And um, da 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 da. $16.59 for the K, uh, the Keurig K Mini Coffee Maker. So if you can get it on sale on Prime Day, uh, really, uh, you know, kind of keep that in the back of your mind because um, it's like $85 now. And I know the Keurig machines, the full-featured machines, are probably um, maybe another 40 bucks more, something like that. You'll have to check Amazon. But I'll link to it, but just kind of keep it in mind because... Um, I got a really, really good deal on it, which is why I went with it. It's water in, water out. So it doesn't keep the water warm in a, in a reservoir. You just add the water and then you hit the button and then it heats the water, heats the water up and then, you know, shoots it through the, uh, the K cup and then uh, you got a nice hot cup of coffee. It takes a little longer than the Keurig makers that have the uh, warm water reservoir, but it still makes a very, very good, satisfying cup of coffee. Now, here's what happened. I went ahead and I got my, uh, my Keurig cup from the Black Rifle Coffee Company uh, Coffee of the Month Club. Thanks again, Jason Allison and the boys. Uh, just black, and I put that curd cup in there. I filled my mug up with water. Uh, I put that in the reservoir. I closed the reservoir. I closed the machine. I hit the button, and I walked away to go to use the little boys' room. When I came back, I noticed that I forgot to put the coffee mug under my Keurig machine. <laughs> so I had coffee on the counter. Now, the drip trap on this particular model is very, very generous. So the majority of the coffee was trapped there, but there was some overflow. So I did have to uh, <laughs> clean the counter. I had to clean the counter anyhow. So, you know, there you go. But that's the first time I've ever done that. Has it ever happened to you where you forget to put the coffee mug under the current coffee maker? My gosh. I'm just glad that this particular model, as I said, has a nice, generous uh, drip tray because uh, it really caught the majority of the coffee there. Could have been far worse, <laughs> uh, especially if the drip tray wasn't in place because you can remove that drip tray. So uh, I'm uh, just glad that it wasn't worse than what it was. So I was a little, little late in getting back to uh, getting back on camera. And of course, um, you know, I had to get a brand new uh, curd cup to put in there to make yet another cup of coffee. But that's okay because uh, this Christmas gift I got from Jason Allison and the boys from the Black Rifle Coffee Company is Coffee of the Month. So I'll get some more current cups next month, and I'm looking forward to that. Okay, <laughs> let me know if that's ever happened to you. It's the first time it's ever happened to me, and I've had the current uh, coffee machines for quite some time. So first time it's ever happened to me. Let's get to some of these refill comments here. Keith Kelly wrote, Hi, Mark. I always enjoy your 3MB videos. I also recall my dad doing a one-pass shave and also experiencing 5 o'clock shadow. How about that? My dad, too. One-pass shave. Absolutely. Uh, also, as to the Dollar Store Power Stick Shave Cream, it works great if you do a face lather. Uh, keep up the good work, Keith Kelly. Yeah, we've talked about the Dollar Tree uh, Shave Gel uh, and uh, I've used it. Uh, the Dollar Tree has some nice wet shaving gear, bargain priced. They'll get you a, 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 a decent wet shave in a pinch. I had that one razor that just did not work at all. 
but uh, the Twist Open Assured razor, that worked very, very well. Although the quality control on those razors can be all over the map. You might get one that's mild, uh, and then uh, you buy another one uh, a week or two later, and you might get one that's really, really aggressive. But uh, the shave cream and the aftershave, really very good in a pinch. So if you're traveling on the road and you forgot your shave cream or your aftershave, check out a Dollar Tree store. It'll, it'll, uh, it'll do the job for you is what I'm saying, in a pinch. Not bad at all. Keith, thanks very much for reminding us about Dollar Tree. And thanks for sharing your comments about your dad's one-pass shave. Bart Bartlett wrote, Another great Monday morning mailbag about the one-pass shave. I hate to show my age, but back in my early days, I did a one-pass shave. Back then, I didn't know what pre-shave oils were or alum or witch hazel or moisturizing balm. I just hand-lathered with shaving cream from a can and shaved. If there was any blood, I used small bits of toilet tissue to stop the flow. How about that image, yeah? A lot of us have probably seen that in some situation comedy shows and some movies from, you know, the 50s and 60s, that sort of thing. My, 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 how wet shaving has changed from those olden days. When it comes to shaving soap prices, it's hard to beat sterling soaps at $2.50 per ounce. Of course, the sterling soaps are tallow-based. Have a great week. Next Monday, we'll be here before we know it. Uh, yeah, uh, Bart Bartlett is referring to the uh, new pricing from Phoenix Shaving. Uh, they now have the CK6 at less than $5 an ounce, less than $20 for a four-ounce tub. Uh, the thing that, yeah, and that is the big distinction there. Uh, Phoenix Shaving is a non-tallow soap, whereas Sterling is a tallow-based soap. And they're both very, very good, but I got to tell you, CK6 is really, really phenomenal. I used it before cameras rolled. I had a shave with uh, CK6. And as a matter of fact, I used uh, Tokyo Rose right here. That's a fantastic, fantastic scent. And you'll know why I use this later on in the show in New Wet Shave Gear. Absolutely fantastic scent. And I love, if you've, if you've tuned into the channel and you've seen me and you've seen my reviews, I love CK6. I've used other brands of uh, shave soap. They're all very, very good. We, have, we are lucky to have all these great artisan uh, soap makers out there. Uh, and they all do a great, great job. And CK6, for me, right there at the top with uh, some of the better ones out there. Really, really fantastic stuff. Uh, so thanks very much for pointing that out, Bart. Really do appreciate it. Ray-Ban USA wrote, Hi, Mark. I had similar experience watching my dad shave as a kid. It was one pass. And if going out for the evening would shave again. The three-pass shave, according to Matt Pisarsic from Razor Emporium uh, in a recent video, said the three-pass is not part of traditional wet shaving and is not for him, but started by Mantic, who used mild razors and pushed the three-pass uh, and it obviously caught on. It's not for everyone, and it really depends on the efficiency of the razor. One plus or two plus shaves are now more common to avoid irritation. It's agonizing to watch a shave video of someone using an aggressive razor and feels obligated to do a three pass when it may not be the right thing to do. Hope we can all look at what's best for our skin type and consider the razor being used and not feel pressured to do more passes than what's needed. Uh, Ray-Ban, uh, really great point. I agree. 
I prefer a mild razor, and I prefer to uh, do uh, two to three passes with a mild razor, depending on its efficiency. A lot of wet shavers and a lot of viewers on this channel recommend this approach, mild razor, sharp blade, uh, as sharp a blade is, as you can find. And that's a good combination that will give you a smooth shave and high efficiency, uh, even though you're using a mild razor. And I agree, that tends to work for me. Uh, really, really does work great. And there's some great blades out there too. Great razors, great blades. I've always said it's a great time to be doing the traditional wet shave because there's so much great stuff out there. And uh, you will find a razor, a brush, a blade, an aftershave, a soap that fits your skin type and your budget. Absolutely. Uh, so thanks very much for that, uh, Ray Ban USA. Really do appreciate the comment. Viewer Dapper Dave wrote, Mark, I'm 66 years old and remember my dad always did a two-pass shave. He passed when I was young. My grandfather taught me to shave later on the same way he had taught my father. I still employ the same method 50 years later. It's how I taught my son. Grandpa called the two-pass shave the smooth move. <laughs> the women folk appreciate it. <laughs> now that goes along with what Mark Bagwell mentioned last week, the honey shave. You do those extra passes to smooth things off for your honey. This is <laughs> the same thing, the smooth move. I like that a lot, uh, Dapper, uh, Dapper Dave. Thanks very much for that. Uh, here's his question right here I'm going to uh, uh, mention right now. Uh, I'm going to shave off the winter beard soon. My experience is that it's sort of rough on my face the first week or so. Would you or your audience have any advice to help with the transition? I'm enjoying the podcast. Keep up the good work. Dave B., also known as uh, Dapper Dave. Uh, uh, Dave, uh, I think what you're asking for is um, after you shave off your winter beard, is there something that helps to, um, helps to get the skin back in shape uh, for your, uh, your daily shave, I guess. You say it's a little rough there. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you're referring to uh, balms and skin conditioners and that sort of thing. I'll put it out to the viewers. Uh, I have a friend, John, who uh, also grows a winter beard. I asked this about him, uh, and I read this question to him, and he's getting ready to shave off his beard. He's going to use a wall clippers that you've probably seen uh, on a lot of different videos of uh, guys getting rid of their, their full beards. And then they use that wall clipper to bring it down uh, very, very close to the skin on its lowest setting. It does a really nice job. And then they'll shave uh, the remaining um, uh, beard stubble that they have there. This is what John does. And uh, John doesn't do anything. <laughs> I was really surprised. John doesn't do anything. He just, he just uses his wall clipper uh, to shave off his beard. And then he'll... Uh, do a shave with some shaving cream and splash on some water, and he's done. There's no aftershave, there's no balm, nothing like that. Now, he does mention to me that when he, when he does that, he usually gets a little red patch on his chin, and that goes away after a few days. It seems to be something that happens to him uh, every winter he shaves, after every winter when he shaves off his beard. So I don't know. But anyhow, I'll put it to the viewers out there. Uh, any tips or tricks? Any advice to help Dapper Dave make the transition from uh, getting rid of his winter beard to going to uh, having a nice, clean, shaven face? Uh, if you can help him in the transition on that, any tips or tricks, please comment below. 
Uh, Roderick McLeod mentioned uh, the following. Um, I also like the Jet and Co. brush. Now, this is the, um, we talked about these, the Jekyll Carinavel, Carinaveo. I always get that wrong. Jekyll Carinaveo. Uh, these are available on Amazon. They were introduced to me and to all the viewers by Bob LaRoe. Thank you again, Bob. Uh, they're about, uh, I don't know, 12 to $14. Really nice price point. Really nice synthetic brushes. Great handles. Uh, and uh, as Roderick uh, concurs here, it's a really good value. The 24 millimeter synthetics are currently only available in the blue with the tuxedo knot. But they have other models on their Amazon storefront. Onboss, A-N-B-B-A-S, Onboss, has what appears to be the same handles with the knots switched. So the tuxedo is in the brown handle and the faux badger is in the blue handle. They're more expensive on the Onboss page and it looks like they're being sold with a travel tube. Hey, that's kind of neat. I say looks like because there is one picture with the brush but the comment section is pretty ambiguous on that with some saying they have and some say they don't have the case. Well, Roderick, thanks very much for pointing that out again and uh, for concurring that these are a really good value brush. And uh, when I saw the prices on these, I think they were 12 bucks at the time, I bought both of them and I had some Amazon points and I went ahead and bought both of them. And they really are a very, very good value. I like the handle, nice size, nice size synthetic knot. And uh, yeah, so if you're looking for something, the Jirena, <laughs> the Jekyll, Jekyll Coronaveo, Jekyll Coronaveo uh, brush, also known as the uh, JE and Company brush, JE ampersand CO is how it's um, shorthanded. Uh, so thanks very much for that, Roderick. Really, really do appreciate it. Dino DeRosa wrote, An enjoyable Monday morning mailbag as always, Mark. Kevy Parr of Kevy Shaves was the YouTuber who introduced the hanging shave brush dry regimen. We mentioned that last week. Thanks very much for that, Dino. Really do appreciate it because I was wondering who, uh, who came up with that. So, uh, hey, thanks to uh, Kevy Shaves for that. Julio Rodriguez wrote, uh, I think uh, I saw the hanging trick in the SIG Solo channel. <laughs> Could be. Thanks also to SIG Solo then. And uh, thanks for passing that along, uh, Julio. Really do appreciate it. Robert Ross wrote, Thanks for featuring my slurry bowl lathering method. It works. The dash measuring spoon can be purchased at a specialty kitchen store. This is in regards to... Uh, Robert giving us a recipe on how to bowl lather. And part of that recipe was to uh, put a few drops of water on the soap that you've pressed into the bottom of the bowl and just work it with the tip of your finger there to get a little bit of a slurry. And then take your dampened brush and start to build your lather uh, that way. I did that before cameras rolled and it it's wonderful. It's a really wonderful method. And I hope to employ that in upcoming reviews. Um, and I just might have to do a little editing to cut to the chase because it is an extra step, but it's well worth it though. It's just that it might add a little time to do uh, my video review. So you might see an edit uh, when I do that. Um, kind of, kind of uh, running it through my mind as to how I would do it. Or maybe I'll just show it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and you can speed the video up via the YouTube 
YouTube tools that are available. And I think some of you might be doing that as well. Uh, so thanks very much for that, Robert. I really do appreciate it. It's a really, really great step uh, working that little soap that's been pressed into the bottom of the bowl into a slurry and then starting with your shave brush. Uh, viewer Mark Cohen wrote, Hi Mark, great video as always. One word of caution, the PAA lather lid has some very aggressive plastic that can damage a brush. So be aware that it's really best to use one of PAA's synthetic brush knots with this lid. The robust nature of those knots make it most usable. I agree. I agree. The uh, uh, Phoenix Shaving synthetic brushes are really, really, really very, very good. And this lather lid, which is great for travel. And th again, this is how it works. Uh, if you have some shave soap like Tokyo Rose here and you want to take it with you, uh, but you want to take a lathering bowl, you take the lather lid and you just screw it on like that. Now you have your shave soap and your lathering bowl all in one unit and throw that in your dop kit and you're all set to go. Uh, and again, yeah, there is some there is some aggressive resistance in that lid there. And uh, it does a great job of making a lather. But yes, you probably don't want to use a nice, fine, uh, natural hairbrush with a lather lid. Best to use a synthetic brush. Absolutely. So thanks for pointing that out, Mark. Really do appreciate it. Steve M. wrote, uh, Hi, Mark. I always like your double takes. It's a fun part of the show along with the comic strip. Have a great week. Steve, thanks very much for mentioning that. I really do appreciate it. And thanks to everyone uh, who enjoy the, uh, the Double Take cartoon puzzle and the George comic strip at the end of every show. Uh, it really enables me to uh, kind of showcase uh, the cartoons that I draw. And uh, really, thanks very much for the kind words. And I hope... Uh, you as a viewer enjoy seeing those every week. Let me know in the comments below. Uh, I really would be interested in the feedback because I enjoy drawing them and I enjoy and I enjoy sharing them. So thanks very much for that, Steve. Really do appreciate it. Terry Mickelson wrote, Hey Mark, another great Monday morning mailbag episode. I look forward to watching these every Monday in the UK on my lunch break. Wow, Terry, thank you very, very much. I try to schedule all my videos at 5 a.m. Uh, so the folks uh, across the pond in Europe will have uh, those videos run at, uh, you know, an earlier, uh, an, an earlier time. I don't want to wait till like 9 or 10 o'clock or 1 o'clock in the afternoon here, like 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning or 1 o'clock in the afternoon because I know that the, the folks uh, in, the, in the, Euro the European viewers, the folks in Europe, are uh, four, five, six hours ahead. So uh, 5 a.m. Uh, seemed to be a pretty good time to schedule these videos. Uh, and it's also great for the early morning risers who are up and out the door and, uh, you know, on their morning commute. So, um, yeah, thanks very much. I'm very, very flattered that you're watching them, that you're watching the show during your, uh, your lunch hour. That's really, really very flattering. Touching on Robert Ross's and Jimmy V Photography's contributions this week regarding CK6 and lathering techniques, I used Phoenix Shaving CK6 for the first time. Diver down. My goodness, what a stellar performing mega lathering soap. Interestingly, I did not need to use much water at all. I personally use a scrape and dash of soap and put it into the base of my Shave Nation lathering bowl, blue like yours. First time this week as well using the Phoenix Shaving 
Doppler synthetic brush to whip up a boom lather too uh, within a couple of minutes. Uh, thanks to Bill Murphy for passing along the Shave Nation lathering bowl and allowing me to share it with all the viewers. It really is a terrific, terrific lathering bowl. And I like that little pocket right there in the bottom where you can pick up uh, the soap that's been pressed in there. This is probably the one uh, shaving bowl you won't have to use the slurry method with. Just press it in there and the brush will pick up that lathering, that, that shave soap to build a lather. It really does work very, very well. All I did was pre-warm the Shave Nation bowl and wet the brush with hot water, uh, rinsing prior to lathering up. Using the Vikings blade Emperor Meiji with a Wilkinson sword blade, third use. My goodness, I achieved a satisfying and well-enjoyed BBS shave. The important thing to remember is I'm a year into wet shaving and only now just perfecting and improving my technique. It is really paying off, especially with the superb wet shaving products that are available for us all these days. I'm finding the best balanced blade for sensitive skin being a PTFE coated version like the GSBs as I uh, personally experience irritation issues with platinum coatings. Also, I find the best all-round compromise blade being the Wizomet Super Iridium. I have a thousand. <laughs> That's a statement in itself. Yes, it is. Those uh, Wizomet Super Iridiums are absolutely wonderful. Uh, we've talked about them in the past. Probably the closest thing to being Paul Silverblades, the, the iconic, well-known Paul Silverblades. They very well could be Paul Silverblades rebranded. We've had this discussion before. Bottom line is they're a really terrific blade. I love them. I need to get some more myself. A thousand? Yeah, that is a, <laughs> that's a statement in and of itself. But thanks for your comments because it's encouraging to new wet shavers to know that just doing the process, uh, you know, each time you, you shave and you go through the process and you go through the proper steps of making a lather, building a lather, using a good shaving brush, using a good razor like the Meiji, the Emperor Meiji from Phoenix, uh, from Vikings Blade. Uh, great shaving gear out there, I agree, but going through the process and doing it every day or however often you're shaving, the shaves get better and better and better. Just give your, your skin time to adapt and uh, yeah, work on your technique and it gets better and better and better. It really is the best way to shave. And I agree, Terry, um, some great, great shaving gear out there. It's available to, to everyone out there. Really, really fantastic. And again, if you like tallow uh, sh uh, shave soaps, you know, Sterling has some great, great shave soaps. If you like non-tallow uh, and great, great performance, Phoenix Shaving, my gosh, I love CK6. Absolutely fantastic. And again, uh, the CK6 price reduction, uh, it's right there at a really good price point. Four ounces for less than $20. Really, really terrific, terrific shave soap at a very, very good price point. 10 fluid ounces, 30 minutes wrote, lather recipes. I've been measuring and studying this. My method is to use an eighth of a teaspoon of soap for a firm, bendable, moldable soap and a bowl, even if for a face lather. But I add the water in small increments and mix into the lather. I do not lay all the water on top of the soap all at once. Hey, uh, thanks very much for this 10 fluid ounces, uh, 30 minutes. Really do appreciate it because I'm one to bloom the soap. I like to 
put a lot of water on top of that soap puck in, in the soap tub and just let that bloom up and then I'm dumping the water out and then loading my brush. I might try your method of just adding a little bit of water. Uh, it's kind of the equivalent of, you know, scraping it out and putting it in the bottom of the bowl and building a slurry, kind of what I'm thinking here. But thanks very much. Another great option uh, to build a lather. Really do appreciate the comments. 10 fluid ounces, 30 minutes. Viewer Wally Pankowski wrote, well, I seem to be a focal point on this segment. I do appreciate all the help and suggestions from you and the viewers. I take all of it seriously and will start to implement it. I started using the collapsible travel dog food bowl and I can't believe how much lather and how fast the lather builds. Thanks to all, it's great to be a member of the Wet Shave community. And thanks to all the viewers for all the great tips and tricks and advice that you gave Wally. He's new to the Wet Shave and uh, really, really do appreciate how everyone responded and gave him some really, really great tips and a lot of encouragement. And Wally, I'm glad that that collapsible uh, travel dog food bowl works for you. Uh, it really is a neat uh, bargain-priced uh, shave bowl that you can use in your shave den and obviously for travel. So great to hear, Wally. Uh, and a thanks again to all the viewers for uh, giving Wally uh, a helping hand uh, as he starts his wet shaving journey. And we'll wrap it up with something from Wira Monol. W-I-R-A-M-O-N-O-L. We're a monol. We're a monol? <laughs> Anyhow, we're a monol, wrote. Thanks for the video. I want to upgrade from my Target cereal bowl <laughs> to the fine lather bowl. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. A Target cereal bowl. I'm intrigued now. Next time I'm in Target, I'm going to look for that just to see it to see what it's like and to see how good of a job it does at building a lather. But yeah, the fine lather bowl is really, really terrific. It comes in at a nice price point and it's a nice first step upgrade from any of the bargain uh, thrift store lathering bowls that uh, you may have been using or even a Target cereal bowl. All right, and that wraps up another refill segment for this week. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Well, in previous Monday morning mailbags, we've been talking about Strike Gold Shave Soaps. And uh, they were introduced to us by viewer Joe Rouse. He gave me the heads up on this and all the viewers out there. And uh, I got in touch with the artisan who owns Strike Gold, uh, Frank Missa. And Frank very, very kindly sent along Ike Shave Soap and Aftershave. Absolutely fantastic, fantastic scent. I am so looking forward to using and reviewing this. Absolutely fantastic. My thanks to Frank for sending this along. It is an absolutely spectacular scent. Now here are the, uh, here are the scent notes right here. Citrus, spice accord, violet, iris, cedar, sandalwood. Now here's one, G-A-I-A-C, Giac, I think it's Giac, Giac, I'm not sure. Ambergris, and it's also in their Patriots base. This was one of JFK's favorite colognes. It's inspired by Eight and Bob. Now there's a really interesting story behind the scent, Eight and Bob. 
And Frank found out about this after he created uh, the scent for the Ike Shave Soap. It's JFK's favorite scent, but he incorporated it into the Ike Shave Soap. So I guess you could call it a bipartisan shave soap and aftershave. Uh, absolutely fantastic. However, uh, the Eight and Bob story, I will link to it because Frank passed it along. And um, it is um, about a gentleman named Albert, a Frenchman named Albert Fouquet. I think oh, Fouquet, F-O-U-Q-U-E-T. My apologies, I don't speak French, so I'm not sure about the pronunciation. I'm going to say Fouquet, Fouquet, I'm not sure. Anyhow, he was the son of a Parisian aristocrat, and he was also a perfume, a perfume connoisseur. And uh, in about 1937, he met a young John F. Kennedy who was traveling through Europe. They hit it off, and Kennedy wanted to know what cologne the gentleman was wearing. It was his own concoction, and he gave John F. Kennedy a sample. When John F. Kennedy made it back to the States, he wrote Albert a thank you letter and said, hey, I'd love to get some more of it. Can I get eight and one for Bob? So that's how the name came about. That's the Cliff Notes version. I will link, uh, I will provide the link below where you can read it for yourself because it's a little more involved and uh, really a fascinating story. It's a wonderful, wonderful scent. I'm very, very, very excited to try the Patriots base uh, for this, with this uh, shave soap and build a lather and review it and use it. Uh, love the labeling, uh, five ounces. Uh, absolutely fantastic, fantastic looking shave soap. Uh, I love the labeling, uh, but uh, more importantly, the scent is just marvelous. Gentlemanly, refined, um, aristocratic. Uh, <laughs> it is absolutely phenomenal scent. It really is very, very good. So uh, if you're interested in something that is really, really a, just a terrific scent, I can't see anyone not liking this scent. I think anyone who samples a scent is going to absolutely fall in love with it. Check it out. Strike Gold Ike. Make sure you get Ike. It was JFK's favorite scent. It's based on 8 and Bob. My thanks to uh, Frank Missa for sending us along and also to Joe Rouse for the heads up on Strike Gold. It absolutely uh, fantastic scent. I know it's going to be a great performing shave soap. Looking forward to putting together a review and sharing it with you. Thanks again, Frank. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, I was introduced to a new artisan soap maker. Well, actually new to me. Maybe you're already familiar with this uh, artisan shave soap. It comes from a gentleman named Michael Riley and his company, First Line Shave. This is, an, this is called the Origins Shave Soap. It's in their 3.1 base absolutely marvelous, marvelous scent. Uh, as he writes on the product page, Origins black and white label goes back to our very first logo. Having such a special release needs an equally amazing fragrance. This scent is inspired by Parfums de Marly Carlisle. Another great, great, marvelous, marvelous scent. Let, get you, let, let you get a look at the soap there. It's absolutely a brand new tub of, uh, of Origin Shave Soap in their 3.1 base. Here are the top notes. Uh, top notes are nutmeg and green apple. Middle notes are tonka bean and rose. Base notes are patchouli and vanilla. Absolutely. It's just a wonderful combination. 
absolutely fantastic. Another really nice, gentlemanly, yet uh, kind of a, a side, <laughs> side serving of masculinity. Really terrific, terrific scent. I really like it a lot. And check out how the uh, aftershave bottle has been sealed up. I'm really looking forward to undoing that and opening that up on camera when I do a review of it. Absolutely fantastic. But uh, the Origins Shave Soap, uh, 3.1 base, uh, $23. Uh, and it looks to be, uh, I think it's four ounces for $23. Yeah, it's a four ounce tub right there. Uh, $23. This is hopefully launching on April 7th, 2023. So I'll have a link to the page. The page is up. You can read all about it. This is the black and white Origins, also just known as Origins, but they also have a red label, a green label, a blue label, and those have their own distinct scents. But uh, Michael very, very kindly sent along the Origins Shave Soap, and I am looking forward to using and reviewing this. Again, a great time to be doing the traditional wet shave. There are so many great artisan soap makers out there. Here's another one that, uh, wow, it just looks fantastic. I love the labeling of it. Very, very distinct. Uh, I love the way the aftershave bottle has been sealed up there. Absolutely fantastic. It came very, 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 very well packaged. Everything was intact. Uh, just really, really delighted to talk about this and introduce it to you if this is your first time um, hearing about it. Now, if you've heard about this before, please comment below and let us know and if you've used it. Please let us know your experiences with it. First line shave. Thanks to Michael Riley for sending along Origins Shave Soap and Aftershave. We're going to be getting a review uh, done on this very, very soon. Really looking forward to it. Launches hopefully April 7th, 2023. My thanks again to Michael Riley at uh, First Line Shave. Well, in previous Monday Morning Mailbags, we've been talking about Chella Aftershave. And viewer Joseph Shamas very, very kindly sent along Chella Aftershave. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful scent. And it comes in a glass bottle. Looks fantastic. Looks Will look great in your shaving den. I love the boxing and packaging that uh, they provided. Uh, you know, very much like if you've gotten any of the Phoenix Shaving Aftershave uh, similar kind of packaging, really, really sturdy and very, very robust. Uh, really, the way the packaging comes will make a great gift. I mean, dads and grads uh, days are coming up here pretty soon. This would be an absolutely fantastic, fantastic Father's Day gift or a gift for a high school, college graduate. Absolutely fantastic. Now, the scent is really, really very, very nice. It has a citrusy, lemony kind of scent. It's light. It's not overwhelming. It's not overpowering. I really enjoyed it. Now, as Joseph uh, wrote, I'm so happy you like the scent. Yes, I really do like the scent a lot. Uh, like I said, I find myself reaching for it on my off-shaving days, even if I didn't shave with Chella the day before. The scent to me has a gentleman, old school, old world quality to it. Lemony, yes, but with so much more depth and sophistication. I absolutely agree with that. So it's not an overbearing lemony kind of scent. It is a, uh, it is a definitely a, a lighter, more sophisticated uh, angle to it, uh, uh, profile to it, so to speak. Uh, it's also surprisingly soothing as it contains some lotion properties to it. 
You'll notice if you rub a bit in your hands that it may form a lotion or at least some slickness. Absolutely, I found that to be true. Although I didn't rub it into my hands, I went right to my face in my review and I did find that it did have a little bit of that. I did use a balm for the top of my head, but I also scented it. I used the uh, Mysterium Serum fragrance-free and I did scent it with this and it worked out really, really well. But yeah, there were some, well, you know what? Let's just, let's just go right now. Let's just do it right now. <laughs> Let's just do it right now, right, right now in my hands here. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, Abs yeah, absolutely. There is, there is a nice slickness to it when you work it in your hands, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I do get that. I did get that uh, in the review a little bit, and I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to use it again and be a little more uh, liberal with it, let's say. Uh, especially on my head, because as you know, after I wrap up my shaves, I like to uh, put a little bit of balm up there, and I use this, and then I added some balm to it, and uh, either or will work, but yeah, there is a, a nice lotion aspect to it, at least a nice slickness to it. Absolutely correct, Joseph. I really do appreciate you pointing that out. Uh, he continues here, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it at a younger age as much, but now thoroughly value and enjoy Chella aftershave. You know what? I think I would have enjoyed this as a younger man. I really would have. I think it's just, I just think it's terrific. Um, I think the big selling points uh, for me are the glass bottle, great label. That's really eye-catching. It looks great in your shave den, on your counter, next to your razor and your shave soap. Absolutely fantastic. And again, uh, the packaging uh, really, uh, just is it's in, it's very inviting. It's just going to make a great looking gift for dads and grads. So if you're looking for something to add to that shaving bundle, you might be buying for that graduate or dad, granddad, uncle, that sort of thing, older brother. Check out Chella uh, aftershave. It really is terrific. I really really enjoyed. Uh, the aftershave quality. Now, the aftershave scent is unlike the other cello shave soaps you may have used. For instance, the cello red, which is an almond and cherry uh, scent, also a tallow-based uh, shave soap, or the cello green, which is their aloe vera, uh, aloe vera formula, uh, also kind of an aloe vera fresh scent, non-tallow. The aloe vera cello is a non-tallow tallow shave soap. So the Cello Red is tallow-based. Cello Green is non-tallow. Uh, you know, almond and cherry here for the red and aloe vera kind of scent, fresh scent for the green. Uh, so these, both of these scents are not like the Cello Aftershave at all. However, the Cello Aftershave will go with either one of these shave soaps. As a matter of fact, as Joseph pointed out, it's a gentleman old school old world quality kind of scent to it, it'll complement just about any shave soap you use, especially a barbershop scented shave soap that you might use, like a Tabak or say something from Sterling or Phoenix Shaving, their barbershop scented shave soaps. This will complement those very, very well, as well as the Cello Green and the Cello Red. Uh, you know, it, this is really does have that universal kind of quality to the scent. And uh, I found I found that to that that was the first thing that hit me was that wow this will go with just about any shave soap I have in the shave den, uh, and it really is a terrific terrific product. So my thanks to uh, Joseph Shamas for sending this along. Joseph, thank you very very much, folks. We'll have a link 
to this below, to the Chella Aftershave as well as the other Chella Shave Soaps. Check them out. They're really, really terrific products. The review runs this week. I use Chella Red in the review as well as finish up with the Chella Aftershave. Thanks again to Joseph Shamas for passing this along. The Chella Aftershave, really, really do appreciate it. Viewer Mark Bagwell very kindly and generously checked in with this. Hazelit's Apothecary produces some of the best-looking aftershaves right here in the USA. The bottles are stunning to look at and will look great in any shave-den. The aftershave juice itself is very hydrating and gentle on the skin because it's based on witch hazel and not alcohol. The highly decorated glass bottles are made of recycled Spanish glass and corks made in Portugal. Here's the way Hazelette's Apothecary describes them. Bottles are made of recycled Spanish glass. Portuguese cork is used for superior function. Ingredients are sourced from a responsible supplier in the USA and are animal-free and cruelty-free. Uh, Mark continues here, these can be purchased from several well-known shaving stores. I found mine at the Wet Shaving Store or wetshavingstore.com. Also, West Coast Shaving has these as well. Uh, the names of the different aftershaves are Rose, which is what I'm holding right here, Moon, which is blue, uh, 1888, which is white, sun, which is yellow, menthol, which is green. The brand can be difficult to get at times, but keep checking back and you'll catch them in stock. Absolutely. And I use this rose aftershave uh, from Hazelit's Apothecary uh, before cameras rolled, which is why I used Tokyo Rose Shave Soap from Phoenix Shaving because this rose aftershave really complemented this uh, shave soap. Uh, and boy, this scent is absolutely wonderful. But yes, Mark is correct. Very, very hydrating. Really, really wonderful. If you're looking for uh, an aftershave that's not based on alcohol, but based on witch hazel and aloe, uh, organic aloe juice, uh, al alcohol extract of white willow is what they have here, sugar cane, bilberry, sugar maple, orange, lemon, cranberry, uh, etc. Uh, check out uh, the Hazelette's Apothecary aftershaves. They really are wonderful. I'll let you get a, uh, a screenshot of the ingredients there, okay? And uh, that way you'll have it so you know what's going on, but really very, very hydrating. Really, really terrific. Uh, so I really enjoyed it. Now, I would say, uh, you know, it's, got, it's, it's a really distinct kind of look. The artwork is really distinct and terrific. Reminds me of the movie Coco. And if you haven't seen the movie Coco, I highly recommend it. It's a Pixar animated uh, movie. Absolutely wonderful. Love the movie. And this artwork reminds me uh, of that movie. So that's why uh, I have, uh, I've been kind of drawn to it. But yeah, it looks really cool. It'll look really cool in your shave den and on your on your counter next to your shave soaps and your razors and that sort of thing. Now, the cork is really very, very functional. However, there is no restrictor there, obviously. So you'll have to be a little more careful when you're dispensing it so it doesn't all run out. But yeah, a really, really terrific, terrific aftershave product. My thanks to Mark Bagwell for passing this along 
introducing it to all the viewers out there. Really do appreciate it, Mark. Thank you so very, very much, folks. I will link this below. These appear to be very, very popular, uh, which is why I think they're out of stock all the time because people are buying them. That's my hunch. So uh, if you don't see them available, keep checking back because they'll be back in stock and uh, give them a try. Absolutely fantastic. Hazelette's Apothecary Aftershaves. My sincere thanks to viewer Mark Bagwell. Mark, thank you again very, very much. Viewer Jamie Horn introduces us to another artisan soap maker, and he writes, I got this soap. It arrived Friday. Irish green tweed from Lisa's Natural Herbal Creations. It smells great. Very Irish. The dragonfly is her logo or insignia. Her name is Lisa Ma, from what I read, and that's Ma, M-A-W. She has bath soap as well. Even though I use Dr. Squatch, I wouldn't mind trying some of hers as well. Uh, and here's what they write on their product page. Uh, if you're looking for the perfect luxury shaving soap, look no further. Our Artisan Shaving Soap Premium Edition with Sheep's Milk is truly a cut above the rest. This ultra-rich, luxuriously lathering soap formula is made with natural ingredients like organic sunflower oil and sheep's milk to provide you with an unparalleled shaving experience. Crafted with care by our artisan soap makers, this soap helps soften your beard for a smooth shave and leaves your skin feeling healthier than ever. Enjoy the fresh, calming scent of lavender and thyme while you create a perfectly close shave every time. Upgrade your shaving routine with this premium edition of Artisan Shaving Soap and never look back. I will have a link to uh, this website here, which is lisasnaturalherbalcreations.com. So you can check out all the soaps that are available out there. Some are on sale as well. So check those out. There's some clearances and closeouts and that sort of thing. My thanks for the heads up on lisasnaturalherbalcreations.com. Thanks again, Jamie. Really, really do appreciate it. Bob Leroux checked in and he wrote, perhaps this would be good to mention on Monday morning mailbag. And it's the Dylonic Exfoliating Silicone Body Scrubber Razor Bump Brush. This is great for razor bumps, ingrown hairs. It's suitable for men and women. I'll have a link below. Check it out. Uh, if you're looking for a solution to ingrown hairs and razor bumps, uh, check this out. This might be a good solution for you. I've not tried it, uh, but Bob passed it along uh, thinking it might help uh, some of the wet shaving viewers out there. So check it out. The Dylonic Exfoliating Silicone Body Scrubber Razor Bump Brush. Thanks very much to Bob LaRoe for the heads up on this one. Really do appreciate it, Bob. Well, I recently saw this posted on the Phoenix Shaving Fan Club's page, uh, and it was posted by Douglas Smythe, and it said, uh, Tara Preta, you're going to dig it. <laughs> Scent profile, uh, Jasmine, Spikenard, Vetiver, Oak Moss, Patchouli, in other words, the scent of good old, clean, honest dirt. Yeah, Tara Preta. The saga continues. 
When we last saw our heroes, they were entering the mysterious megaflora jungle, hot on the trail of an equally mysterious cube. Little did they know, they too were being hunted. I will link to this Facebook page where you can see Douglas Smythe's post announcing that this shave soap, Terra Preta, is coming soon. And you can read the saga or part of the saga that he has posted there on that Facebook page. So that's coming soon, Terra Preta. Uh, again, the scent profile is Geosmin, Spikenard, Vetiver, Oakmoss, Patchouli. In other words, the scent of good old, clean, honest dirt. I'll have a link to that Facebook page where you can read the entire post. Uh, Terra Preta from Phoenix Shaving. Viewer Jerome Barbier left a comment in the review I did on the Fine Lather Bowl, and he wrote, I have it for years now. It's a great shaving bowl. For travel, I use the Parasso mug. And I said, Parasso mug? Parasso makes a travel shave mug, a, para, a, a travel shave bowl? I had no idea. Joe Rouse very, very kindly emailed me the following information. Mark, I saw you ask about the Parasso shaving mug in the viewer comments. Here's a link to it. And he provided a link to an eBay seller. I had no idea that Parasso made a shaving mug. So thanks, first of all, to Jerome Barbier for mentioning it. And thanks also to Joe Rouse for providing a link where you can purchase a Parasso shave mug. And here is uh, how it's listed on eBay. Parasso Green Professional Mug Heavy Duty Barber Grade Shaving Cream Bowl. It says here, Parasso Single Blade Professional Shaving Mug is designed from solid green plastic, so you do not have to worry about breaking if dropped. This ergonomically designed bowl has an engraved Parasso logo and a single handle, which helps produce mounds of lather in no time. A great addition to your daily shaving regimen. Now here are the features. It weighs 3.4 ounces. The uh, bottom diameter is 3.1 inches. The top diameter is 4.5 uh, inches. The height is 3.1 inches. Uh, it's made from heavy-duty plastic, and it's made in Italy. Wow, that's absolutely fantastic. So if you're looking for uh, a, a really rugged, heavy-duty, uh, unbreakable shaving mug that's also good for travel, check out the Parasso shaving mug. I'll link to the seller on eBay that Joe Rouse very, very kindly forwarded to me. I'll, I'll provide that link below so you can get a look at it. So my thanks to Joe Rouse and also to Jerome Barbier for the heads up on the Parasso mug. Thanks for Joe Rouse for actually finding it online. Thank you, gentlemen. Really, really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another new Wet Shaving Gear segment for this week. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's get to some of these questions and comments. Viewer Ryan Colomy wrote, Hi Mark, another great video. I was a cartridge wet shaver for years and recently switched to safety razor wet shaving. I have the Mercur 34C HD and I think it's a great, mild, beginner safety razor. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this razor and if graduating to a Rockwell 6S could be a good upgrade considering the quality and the multiple different adjustable plates. 
I prefer mild shaves as I find I do have sensitive skin. And so I am thinking the 6S could be my next safety razor. Thanks for any suggestions you have. Ryan, I think your hunch is absolutely correct. Now, before I get to the 6S, which I have uh, right here, thanks to Jim from Northfield, uh, the 34C. The 34C is a wonderful mild razor, perfect for beginners. It's a two-piece razor. So that's nice because everything stays locked in place, which is, I think, a nice advantage. The uh, end tabs of the blade are exposed a little bit, but it's not a deal breaker. And uh, the angle of attack, uh, as far as the, the, the approach of the razor, uh, is narrower than a lot of other razors. So in order to achieve maximum efficiency with this razor, you have to really be right on the angle. That's always been my impression. Your mileage may vary, obviously. But my impression has always been the 34C has had a narrower uh, a shaving angle, so to speak. So you really have to be on the mark in order to be efficient with this, get maximum efficiency. But the thing that it helps you in doing is to really hone your technique, to really achieve the proper angle when you shave. That's where I think its great strength is, especially for beginners who are learning the traditional wet shave. It is mild. So like a lot of other really, really mild razors out there, I guess it's safe to say that you would be hard-pressed to nick yourself with this. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I would say if you, if you do all the proper prep, uh, you're less likely to nick yourself than with some other razors that have a little more aggression. Uh, that's the way it's always impressed me. Now that we're talking about this, I'm putting this into my shave den and putting it back in the rotation and hope to use it in some future reviews as well. Now, the 6S, and again, thanks to Jim from Northfield, for this. The 6S, I think, would be an absolutely spectacular upgrade. Uh, a couple of reasons. Uh, the increased heft from the overall razor, the fact that it's made from stainless steel, and these adjustable plates are wonderful in that you'll find the proper plate which will give you uh, the best shave. So you can kind of uh, hunt around in here if you like uh, a milder shave and your skin is a little scent more little a little more sensitive or on the sensitive side uh, yeah absolutely a good a good plate to start with is what I have here the three the number three plate right there if you can see that the number three plate uh, the number three plate is absolutely perfect for head shaves that's what Rockwell says and I have found that it's a very very good plate uh, in this razor for head shaves. Uh, it's a really, really nice mild approach. You can go milder with the number one plate and the number two plate. And the nice thing too is with this, if you wanted to, uh, you could flip the number three plate here, okay, over to the number one plate. So if you were doing a shave with the number three plate, uh, you could then uh, do, say, two passes with the number three plate. And if you wanted a third pass, you could then take the handle off and then, uh, you know, flip it over like this, okay? You know, and as you're reinstalling the blade, you have to be careful, obviously. And then uh, go ahead and uh, finish up your, your shave with the, uh, the, the number one plate. It really is a fantastic system. It's a very, very well-made razor. And I think it would be a wonderful upgrade from the 34C, especially if you want a milder razor. There's no guessing here. It, it eliminates the guessing game as to whether or not the razor is going to be uh, mild 
or aggressive for you. With a lot of other razors that you might want to upgrade to, you're going to get one level of aggression and that's it, with the exception of some adjustable razors. But with this one, you can find the perfect shave for you based on the plates that it has. It has six plates. Obviously, five and six are going to be a lot more aggressive. One and two are going to be, you know, at the lower end. And you'll be able to determine, you know, one, two, or three is going to be good for you. Maybe even four. Who knows? But yeah, I think it's an, an absolutely wonderful upgrade. And uh, definitely look into it. If the 6S is a little too pricey for you, the 6C is the same razor, only it's chrome-plated. So uh, it is not stainless. So, uh, and it's a little more, a little less expensive. So I don't have the 6C, I can't comment on it, but I will say that a lot of viewers have told me that when they compare the 6S and the 6C, they feel that the chrome plating on the 6C delivers a smoother shave. Uh, and the 6S, uh, the stainless, some viewers have said that it's, um, I don't want to say draggy, but it's a little bit of a different feel. The chrome seems to be, has a little more glide. That's the word I'm looking for. The chrome plating on the 6C delivers and offers a little more glide when you shave with it uh, versus the uh, stainless version. I have the stainless version. I love it. I think the glide is fine, but that's what I've been told by some viewers who have both the 6C and the 6S. So check them both out. I think it's a perfect upgrade uh, for your shave to go from the 34C to the 6C. I just think it's, uh, it makes a lot of sense because then you'll be able to figure out what level of aggression you like, and you'll have the razor for a lifetime. And as your wet shave develops, you find that you, you'll, you'll find perhaps maybe you want a little more aggression. Well, you'll have it with the 6S. Hey, thanks very much for the question, uh, Ryan. I hope that answer helps. And I invite viewers to please contribute your thoughts regarding the 34C and the 6S below. Thanks again, Ryan. Really appreciate it. Viewer Harry Alexander wrote the following, and this is really wonderful. Listen to this. I gave my uncle a Mula R89 for his 90th birthday. He tried it once and can't go back to his electric shaver. He said it's the smoothest shave he's ever had, better than the razors back in the 1950s and 1960s. He only does one pass and he's done, and that's with a brush and an equivalent to ivory soap. He also said that he would only do another single pass in the same day if he takes my aunt out to dinner for some wine and dine, romance and dessert. <laughs> That's absolutely outstanding. And bravo, Harry, for gifting your 90-year-old uncle with an absolutely beautiful, beautiful razor. Good for you. That is absolutely great. It's also very, very inspirational, I'm sure, to a lot of beginner wet shavers out there. That's great. God bless your uncle and aunt both. Thanks so much for sharing such a charming story with all the viewers. Really appreciate it, Harry. Viewer Tim Whitcup asked the following question. It's a really, really good question. This question may have been discussed on your show, but I'll ask anyway. Is it possible that the end tabs are extended over the ends so you can remove the blade safely without cutting yourself? Tim, that's an absolutely fantastic question. And I don't think we've had it on the show before. And uh, really, <laughs> a really insightful question. Uh, do some of the razor heads 
allow the end tabs to protrude a little bit so that you can more easily remove the blade from the razor head without cutting yourself. Now, it's interesting that you uh, asked this question because another viewer is asking me about the console razor and some other razors where the end tabs are enclosed and want to know if blade removal was a problem that they had heard with some of these razors where the end tabs are enclosed in the razor head that it's not that easy to remove the safety razor blade from uh, the razor head. And uh, I have noticed that uh, with some of the razors that have this wonderful, wonderful clamping of the razor blade that once you open them up and take off the base plate, that the, the blade seems to be pressed into the, uh, the interior of the cap there. Uh, so, uh, you know, the underside of the cap so that in trying to get it out, you, you know, <laughs> you got to be kind of careful because the end tabs are enclosed and are even with the edges of that razor head. So, yeah, at times, because of the superior clamping of some of these really top-end razors where they enclose the end tabs, you have, to, you have to have a little more care in removing that blade. You know what? I really don't know if that was the intent of the original design. I had also heard, and I think this came from Matt Pisarsik's channel, so I'll give him credit for it, and, I, and you might want to double-check this, uh, double-check me on this, that the end tabs on a Gillette Superspeed twist-to-open razor uh, were made such that uh, it provided ventilation through the razor head. So that if you still closed the doors and you hung it up on your razor stand, the air would still get through and continue to dry the blade. I've also heard that that explanation, and I believe that came from Matt Pisarsik uh, on his channel. Um, great, great question. I'll leave it to the viewers. Folks, why do you think that is? Why do you think the, uh, the end tabs of the blade extend over some of the razor heads? Is it for easier removal, or is there something else at play here? Uh, terrific question, Tim. Really do appreciate you passing along. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't have the answer. I've I've heard, you know, like I say, I've heard one theory, and what you're what you're um, proposing here might be uh, another reason for safer, more easy removal from a razor blade head. I really don't know, but it's an absolutely great question, folks. Comment below. Let us know what do you think the reason is. Uh, sure would be interested in hearing and reading your comments. Thanks again, Tim, for a really, really terrific question. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, in previous Monday morning mailbags, we've been talking about saving leftover lather and perhaps using it for the next day shave. Or in my case, I sometimes uh, save that uh, leftover lather and use it for an evening head shave. It's also been mentioned that you can save that uh, leftover lather in your, in your lathering bowl and also just leave it on your brush and then use it the next day. Now, Mark Bagwell, viewer Mark Bagwell saw this, uh, saw this discussion, and he wrote the following. These are my thoughts on leaving old lather in your brush. Don't. It's not good for the brush, and it's not hygienic your brush will naturally pick up some shaved whiskers from your face and you don't want to leave that in your brush. Clean your brush after use. Remember, your brush is a tool. Take care of it and it will take care of you. Speaking for myself, I never leave lather in a brush. I'll give you a few listings discussing this. The first is from Kent Brushes. They are discussing the importance of cleaning a synthetic brush 
plus I'll list a few more. Mark, thank you very, very much for this. Folks, I'll list all these links below where uh, they discuss cleaning of brushes, synthetic, etc., that sort of thing. Uh, really, really helpful information. And uh, I'll leave it to you how you want to proceed with using your brush. But this is really, really some great, great helpful information. Uh, if you want to know how to properly clean your brush and, uh, you know, that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, Mark, a point well taken. I'll leave it to the viewers. Please comment below. Interested. I'm very, very interested in hearing any feedback on this topic. Uh, it really is a great topic of interest. So maybe, I don't know, maybe just leave the, uh, the leftover uh, lather in the lathering bowl, but clean your brush, and you can always come back to the uh, leftover lather the next day. Maybe that's, maybe that's the way to go. I don't know. Uh, you know what? Your mileage may vary, but Mark, these are some great, great uh, links and some great information, and I understand your point of view. You know, point well taken. Absolutely. Thanks very much for passing it along, and I think it'll make for some great, great discussion. Thanks again, Mark. Really, really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag for this week. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share, please subscribe, please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below, let me know. Check out all the wonderful artisan soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at Amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zeredi, where you'll find all the Amazon listed products that I review on this channel. Organize and categorize so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey, we have another double take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.